What's up, ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. My name is Jay. Welcome back. My goal every Tuesday night is to bring you another trade show level business presentation to you wherever you are live because your automotive business deserves the latest in logistics news. And if you're busy, and I know you are, in a minute, I'm going to give the welcome show lineup. You're going to know what to expect if you're watching on demand, which means you can use the clickable video timecode links below in the video description. I work hard on those, so please do use them. Remember to like, comment, tell your friends, share. Thanks for watching, ATI. We sure do appreciate it. NADA Show 2023 Expo Floor features... 500 exhibitors utilizing 600,000 square feet of convention space to house hundreds of professionals engaged in thousands of conversations where automotive business networking thrives to serve the dealer. Is two to three days enough time? Tonight's post-NADA discussion panel features Susan O'Rourke with A to Z Sync, Tom Klein with Better Vantage Point, Chris Vasquez with Orvi, and Josh Koronich with ComplyNet. Plus, Ty Thompson is in the building. So please join the live chat, ask your questions, share your thoughts, grow your business, break out of your vertical, because it's Tuesday Night's Live on ATI Auto Business. My name is Jay. I'm your host. Welcome back. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much. Hey, where'd that bell go? Get that over here. Thanks so much for joining me again on a Tuesday night. Sure do appreciate it. So, NADA show is over. We did a show before the show. We did a show during the show. We're doing a show after the show. Because there is so much to NADA. And uh, the hype is real. So, we're going to have guests on tonight to talk about what happened to the show and I think we're on to something because even in, I think it was the Repo Bunch, which was, what, a week ago? Somebody in there was like, man, maybe I should go to NADA. And that's cool. Really cool. So let's go to the Welcome Show lineup. Please do feel welcome. If this is your first time or your last time, please do feel welcome. This is ATI Auto Business. Please do say hello in the live chat. We appreciate you. We want to know what are you looking for? What do you want to share? Um, did you get here accidentally and, and, uh, you just can't get away too fast. Whatever it is, let us know. And maybe you have something to share. Something burning free advertising in the live super chat tonight. Industry news is at the quarter hour. That's 10 minutes away. So we got to keep moving. We have a lot, uh, I think to talk about a lot of tidbits. We're going to bring in Ty. Ty is going to help me. We're actually going to watch a clip. Yeah. Ty, so Ty shared, Ty buddy, you shared a link with me this morning to one of our live uh, streams from the weekend, and I'm going to share that clip tonight, so that'll be cool. So if you don't, if you don't tune in, you don't watch the, the thing, um, and then we're going to, we got our discussion panel. The evolution panel, uh, what I do before a show is I have the energy panel, and then after the show is the evolution panel. We have Susan O'Rourke, A to Z Sync. We got to spend some time with Susan. We're really happy to have her back tonight. Uh, first time on a Tuesday night. Tom Klein of Better Vantage Point. I think it's his, maybe his first time 
on our Tuesday night. We caught up with him at Auto Intel Summit in the past. Chris Vasquez from Orby. We're hoping he can join us. He might have a conflict. We'll see. And then Josh, we met Josh at NADA. He's with ComplyNet. And one of the goals of tonight's show is fresh set of faces, new perspectives on what NADA means to them and what they saw, what they heard. There was a lot of media there. And so hopefully Tom, Tom shared a post actually in LinkedIn thanking all the podcasters. It was a long list. That was a lot of podcasters. But I, I did see that coming. Um, and so that's interesting to me. Yeah, let's go ahead and celebrate that because it is a lot of hard work. So do me a favor. Oh, yeah, that's right. Please do leave a like, share, copy, tell your friends. You can grab that YouTube link and uh, and spread the good word. We got a sh- we got quite a show tonight. And if you're if you're lost in car shipping, if you're thinking, man, should I should I buy that truck? Should I should I get that trailer? Call Ty. Text him, 417-483-2764. Maybe you want to ask a question about a running lane, a broker, a dispatcher. A dispatcher? Could be. Stick around, we'll be right back with more. Everybody wants to be part of a bigger story. Auto transport is a vital part of that story. Vehicle reconditioning starts when your transport arrives at the dealership. The story starts with you. For our auto retail customers, as yours, full satisfaction. Ship Your Car Now presents Integrated Automotive Transportation Solutions. When your car buying customers are on your dealership website shopping for vehicles, they can easily find an instant shipping quote. By entering simple information, first name, last name, email, and phone number, delivery zip, state and clicking the button get your shipping quote choose from express shipping enclosed transport and proceed to checkout review the order summary enter the delivery street address and city and click next simply enter your credit card information just like any other online shopping cart and when you are ready click review your shipping order check your shipping order one more time and choose proceed to checkout. Your delivery is all set. If you want to ship your car now, go to Ship Your Car Now. Ship Your Car Now provides a full suite of vehicle shipping services for all types of businesses. That's why Ship Your Car Now offers trusted carriers, good paying loads that pay fast. Visit shipyourcarnow.com. Links in the live chat. Let's do that. Let's go to that. Our favorite place on Tuesday nights in the live chat. Wow, look at that. Thank you so much. Ty is already making martinis in the super chat. AT out of the moon and NADA. Yeah, we had a great show. We really did have a great show. Um, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this is the best NADA we've had. Um, which would make sense. Hopefully we're not going backwards, but you know, you have to measure these things. Uh, no, seriously, when I went there in 2020, right before the lockdown, right before the world went crazy, uh, I had a way different experience than I think what we just had. So that's three years later. So happy three years to us. Um, which I guess would also make sense. This channel is 
six to seven years old so that was the halfway mark of this channel so yeah really neat um please do jump in the live chat say hello ask a question what guys here's one for you what's nada ask it all right nada national automobile dealers association it's a it's the biggest convention for dealers and dealer service businesses it's enormous how many exhibitors how many square feet did you catch the monologue there's a quiz coming Anyways, it really was, it is big, it was big, and um, and that's what we're talking about tonight. We're celebrating the largesse of the uh, business networking opportunities. Yep, car hauling with Chip gotten in here first. Now that is John with LAI Transport, I do believe. Um, Ty is in here, ATI is where he gets his NADA updates. Kimberly is here, welcome to Tuesday Night's Live. We're glad you're here. Uh, oh, Justin, the National Car Shipping says hello. What's going on, Justin? Carlos Braxton, ACB Logistics in the house. Margrodicky, Superflow Systems in the house. Now, Ants, is is Ants getting the stream? Can somebody send him... Um, I'm going to forward... Let's fast forward ahead. Ants, did you get... Yeah, Ants has nothing on the screen. But I'm, I'm seeing the stream. I, I check it over here. So I'm seeing... But, um, but keep us posted. Are you using, are you on like, uh, are you on one of them flip phones? Uh, it's not, that's not right. But you can hear us, right, Ants? No? De nada? Kelly Love is here. She's happy everyone survived NADA. Yeah, I heard that the flu went around. In fact, I had this idea earlier. If we, if we were like a bigger channel by any means... Um, we could have had like a funny guest star play the flu and then I could have interviewed the flu and asked the flu how their business networking went at NADA. <laughs> Apparently it went well. Cost me some guests tonight, as a matter of fact. So we are glad that everybody uh, made it through the flu. It's wonderful. Uh, Artie can't see anything. You're not driving, right? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh... Oh, you're all good now. Fantastic. Artie is good now. <laughs> it's great. That is wonderful. We'll stick around in the live chat for a couple more minutes, but the video clip I'm going to run is like, it's like five minutes plus. It's an uh, interesting clip where Scott Case and Alex Yurchenko, uh, Ty finds them and then uh, sets up the camera, begins interviewing them, and then leaves. And then I take over the interview and it's it's awesome. It's it's literally the infotainment we provide. It's unique to ATI. Because um, if you find another clip that that you know has the same, let me know. Oh, it's the bird flu. Were there birds in Dallas? I know there were cowboy hats and cowboy boots. Anybody? But did anybody stop at that booth? There was literally a booth, a giant saloon-sized booth, where you could buy a cowboy hat and other cowboy gear. Gray goose is the cause? No, gray goose kills the bird flu. Am I right? How do you think I got through COVID? Um, all right. Well, we're there. Yep, we made it. Please, raise the white flag. The gray goose flu, everybody. Yeah. Uh, right. 
How did you how did you get through 2021? Put it in the live chat. Do me a favor. Right after this, we're gonna go to industry news, so stick around. We'll be right back. Transport Auto Quoter is by far the leading auto quoting software on the market, and the only auto quoter with a pro version that comes preset with accurate pricing for anywhere in the US. So you don't have to worry about it. The best part is that no change with your current software is needed. Just plug TAQ in and start booking jobs. Carriers can easily plug TAQ into their current websites and start making money right away. I bet you're wondering how we do this instantly and accurately 24-7. Well, constant analytics is the key. Our PriceWatch team is constantly monitoring current market conditions, paying close attention to seasonal and quick-moving industry changes. At the end of the day, it takes a lot of time and data to maintain good pricing, time that most of us just don't have on a daily basis. So free yourself up. Using TAQ Pro is really a no-brainer. Save time and money, maximizing your leads and optimizing your online investments. You'll finally be able to sleep well at night knowing that TAQ is on the job selling for you 24-7. Never missing a potential job. Searching for that midnight auto shipping quote and new lead software you can trust? Provide instant accurate quotes online with Transport Auto Quoter and move cars fast with Pro ABD CRM. Visit superflowsystems.com. Links in the live chat. Oh, look at that. Thank you so much, Mark. Making martinis in the super chat for ATI Auto Business on Tuesday nights. No flu here, he says. That was a close one. So, all right, let's do this. Here we go. Let's go into... What are you doing here? It's industry news on Tuesday night. NADA show, Expo Floor, Evolution 2023. What show is this, uh, Mark? 279 in a row? Yeah, 279 in a row. That is no small foot. So uh, here we go. What are we doing? So why this show? You know what? So here's what happened. Okay, you get to NADA. You got a Red Bull at 7 a.m. It's time to party, and it's there's so much happening. There's no way two to three days at the show does it justice. We did the energy show before the show, and now we're going to carry this on. NADA show 2023. It's gone. It's in the books, but it still lives on ATI. Because we have a lot of shows to fill. So uh, we went live at NADA. We're so happy we did. Um, there was four and a half hours. Quiz coming up. Four and a half hours of live ATI footage. Spanning two days, Friday and Saturday. Remember the NADA show, Energy Show. We do all this because we are positive that if you know more about the other side of the store, whether it's the front, the back, the side, the top, the bottom, the inside, the outside, your business will probably run better and have higher profits. It's We're speculating, but there's a good chance. So the more you know about the full ecosystem, its vast size from OEMs to the cars themselves, the better off you are. And tonight we're connecting dealers and services with fresh faces. On ATI, we talk about following the disconnect between sales and operations. You know, we've really struck a nerve here because the, the folks that sell the deal are not the ones that have to fulfill the deal. 
and there's something that happens there. It's called the Transportation Dumpster Fire. And we're talking about it. Ty's going to give a presentation on it uh, later next month at Car Conference. Because you know what? It, hey, it is what it is. Or is it? Does it have to be what it is? Can it be something else? You know, and this was where I come in. I'm like, okay, I realize you spent a bunch of money to promote home delivery. And that was cool a year ago when there were like COVID lines and... Okay, you know what? You know what people really want today? Any delivery. Like any delivery, okay? You can spend a ton of money on home delivery if you want to, but my money's on any delivery. Thank you very much. Uh, you will find our live trade show coverage on our YouTube channel Friday and Saturday. I'm going to tell you a secret. People are still watching these things. I didn't expect that. Most content that I make after a couple weeks, you know, it, it flatlines. Really, Jay? But this stuff is still getting watched. So check it out. There's some awesome stuff. And if you look in the video description below the videos, it, there's time codes and people, and it's really pretty neat. But, I, you know, I put it together. All right. So uh, NADA show, huge map. And what we did is we went into the map, we identified folks. You'd want to do this before you go. Just identify some companies that you want to make sure you go see and talk to. And then, uh, you know, and make your way through Cox Automotive City. Okay. All right. Um, and there are large booths like this Ford booth. And this is, you're gonna this little slideshow here is, this is, oh, there's the place where you get the cowboy hats. As you walk in, you know, there's quite a bit of walking around, just getting acclimated to the size and scope of, of what you're, of what you're, you know, what are you working with? How many vehicles are in this place? How big are these booths? How large are these teams? Am I worthy to walk up and grab that, uh, um, you know, hand warmer or whatever that thing is that they got on the desk? Can I get a demo? Do you think I can get a demo? And then it sets in. You start to recognize people you know. And in that's how you know you're man, you you're back home, aren't you? You're back home. That's Tammy Swarford and Ty. Um what first talked, but was that a year and a half ago? At IARA. And that's why you keep going at these conventions. You keep seeing people that you know. There's Andrea Amico. We caught up with him at Used Car Week. And there's Pamela Patton and John Anderson. Pamela's with ACV, John Anderson with Lot Pop. These are great photos. Good job, Ty. And then our friends at Dealer Dealers Link. Now this was probably I'm going to give this the most engaging booth award. They had a money wheel. They had a money cannon. They've got a, a money megaphone. Everything is money at Dealers Link. What's going on? And uh, <laughs> there's there's a link on uh, what is it day one or day two where we saw Dealers Link. That was awesome. And then and then at the end of the day, then you. Catch up with folks at parties. Here's Ty with the Montway gang. Shout out to Montway. Eftem <laughs> and Casey Lee. And there's Dimitri and Ty caught up in all of it. And again, uh, oh, we want to, oh, here's what we want to do. We want to thank. Thank you. Um, thank you, NADA. Look at these. Look at this. ATI is right in there with views and uh, hits and ranking so thank you so much nada for all of your uh 
contribution and allowance of, of what we're doing here. We really do appreciate it. And one of the other things that was neat is as we were walking around, you saw folks, we saw folks from past shows. We had the E-Block show, caught up with E-Block. We had the Orby show, caught up with... I think Ty caught up with Peter Fong at some point. You had the EV show, caught up with Scott Case. And so that's where the content leads to business, as we've seen here on ATI. If you got a question about that, send me an email, autotransportintel at gmail.com. You know, ATI stands for Auto Transport Intel, but we moved beyond transport into auto business so that's where we are this is how you get your car shipping business news on a tuesday night you put it up on the big screen uh oh i smell a quiz show that's right step right up every tuesday night we got five new questions are you a car shipping guru five new questions play ask larry powered by ati and superflow systems it's that time here we go question one how many square feet of exhibit booths were used at the NADA show 2023. Square feet, 100,000, 200,000, 400,000, or 600,000. How many square feet of exhibit booths were at NADA show 2023? Were you listening? Artie? Artie's like, man, really? There you go, Ty. Ty has got it. 600,000 square feet. That's insane. 600,000 square feet. Right? 400,000 is a lot. It's 600,000. Did you see that map? The Starship Enterprise? Cox Automotive City was 100,000 itself, probably. All right, here we go. Question two. What is the appropriate carrier pay to ship a running 2022 Jeep Carrier Cherokee on an open carrier from Angels Camp, California to Camp Denison, Ohio? 890, 1170, 1360, or 1500? Yeah, walking it, you feel it. Maybe that's why it's only two to three days. Uh, let's see here. Running 2022 Jeep Cherokee. That's okay, I suppose. Open carrier. Angels Camp, which isn't near anything. I've actually been there. Camp Denison. Sounds hilly. Uh, I mean, I would go 1500 But the pessimist in me usually won't let me go the high one. 1360 Because there's, there's always a nine car running from anywhere to anywhere. With down the street, you know, with the full of gas, idling. You'll move it for fifteen hundred. Well, shoot, man, that means it's definitely. Does that mean the thirteen sixty? Thirteen sixty, thirteen sixty, thirteen sixty. Let's see what we got here. Show me thirteen sixty. Oh, fantastic. There you go. Now, uh, waiver. I think these are hypothetical loads. So don't go to Angel's Camp asking, Hey, you got that Jeep Cherokee ready? Question three. How many exhibit booths were at NADA Show 2023? 
Bugs at 50, 100, 250, or 500. Really? We got two boos? <laughs> I didn't think it was that great of a rate, but you know. Well, I'll be dipped. Uh, 50, 100, 250, or 500 exhibit booths at NADA show 2023. Now, if you think about it, if it's really 500, I mean, that's a lot of freaking booths, man. And the, how many are double deckers? That should be a question. All right. Show me 500. There it is. That's a lot of booths, man. Six hundred thousand. I mean, there isn't. I, there is not a show even close to that size and scope and number of booths. There's not, except for Matt's Mid America Truck Show. Mid America Truck Show. I wonder how big that is. Anybody got one of them Googles? All right. Here we go. Question four. What is the appropriate carrier pay to ship a running 2022? That's a 2020 Ford F-250 on an open carrier, Houston to Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Now, I, I know that route. I know that route. All right. Used F-250. The price is dropping. Open carrier, Houston to Fort Campbell. Um, it isn't going to pay as good as you like. You'd be actually. It may not even be 770. Now, there is a guy. What's that guy? He pays like $1,000 a truck. Those things fly off the shelves. Uh, maybe, I mean, you. Sh it should be 770 minimum of 770 I think, yeah, right. Long bed or short bed. Ooh, that's such a good point, Kelly. Wow. Of course, in Texas, I don't think they care. The thing could have truck nuts welded to the top and it's still going to... Uh, I mean, it better not be 560. It literally could be. Well, it's, that's not appropriate, though. Okay, Jay. Uh, 770. It isn't going to be. It can't be 950. I'm on my way to Houston. All right. Hope you like trucks. All right, let's see what this thing pays. Here we go. Drum roll, please. Lots of tension. We have 770 and 950. It's down the middle. It's going to be a slugfest. That's 770. See? Yeah, 950. Yeah, not out of Houston. No way, sailor. All right, here we go. Question five. How much time did ATI go live at NADA 2023? One hour, one and a half hours, three hours, four and a half hours. It's almost shameless. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was for. Oh wow, three booze. Wow, I'm telling. Well, that. Hey man, you're the one that went to Houston. Okay. You know what? Somebody's gonna say, "Well, well, you made money getting here." Really? You don't get to make money each time you drive. Nice. How much time did ATI go live at NADA 2023? Look at these great answers. It's four and a half hours. Yeah, we did two days. 
We did two hours Friday, two and a half hours Saturday. Saturday was amazing. Um, I felt good about Friday, but Saturday, man, home run city. That was awesome. So, yeah, so check that out. Do this here. Get your ALD punch because that, that is such a wonderful device. Uh, do me a favor because right after this, we're going to go into industry news part two. So stick around. McAllister's has been around for over 76 years, and we're known as providing our customers with high-level, white-glove, concierge-style services. We provide our customers solutions in both transportation, logistics, and warehousing. We take a very different approach than most auto logistics companies. Our approach is one of being consultative and adaptive to the auto industry. Our approach saves time and money while providing tangible data, which helps improve processes. McAllister's offers a unique tech solution, which we call our Auto Vista Portal. It's a cloud-based solution. It provides the ability for our dealership partners to access it using any device they want whenever they need. Most auto logistics company just want to deliver your car. We want to do more than that. All of those measurements that are important to you to run your business and understand where your costs are, McAllister's Auto Vista technology supports that. It's a car shipping performance data management tool. That's why car dealers love the Auto Vista portal by McAllister's Transportation Group. Find out what you're missing. Visit McAllister's.com. Links in the live chat. Actually, yeah, Ty caught up with Marco and Keith on the expo floor at NADA. Makes sense because dealers love Auto Vista Portal. All right, let's do this. Let's go ahead and go into part two of industry news. Attention, business developers. This is your weekly pulse on industry news on ATI on Tuesday nights. Put down the paper. Here we go. Toyota keeps title as world's top-selling automaker. The 2022 result was the Japanese company's third straight year as the world's top-selling automaker. Toyota on top. Toyota sold 10.5 million vehicles in 2022, defending its title as the world's top-selling automaker for the third year in a row. Second-ranked rival Volkswagen. Nobody says it that way. Uh, reported its lowest sales in over a decade of 8.3 million vehicles as COVID-19 lockdowns in China and the war in Ukraine upended supply chains. While some chip-related supply constraints remain for Toyota as well, the automaker said strong demand in Asia and an increase in the production capacity and optimization in Asia and North America helped it boost global production by 5% in 2022. Toyota. Which is interesting because Toyota says to EV-only extremists, you're wrong. Toyota cites new facts and figures to back up its claim that a multi-pronged approach of blending EVs with hybrids and other green tech will do more good in the global battle to cap carbon dioxide emissions. Cap, yo. And we're going to stop there. I'm not going to go. We're not going too far down that rabbit hole. Let's keep going. More details on used car impact of Tesla price cut. You've seen this. Tesla cut its prices, which pre previous Tesla buyers are thrilled about not. Nearly 25% in 17 days. That's how far prices on late model pre-owned Teslas fell at the outset of 2023 compared to June 2022 peak. 
The 24.5% listing price decline since June is also twice as steep as the overall decline for used vehicles from the same model years. The impact of the Tesla price cuts could hit the auction lane too. And Volkswagen will not match Tesla price cuts for its EVs, even though it's second. VW boss Oliver Bloom says the automaker wants to become a global leader in EVs through profitable growth, not a price war, Tesla. Ford follows Tesla's price cuts by taking up to 5900 off Mustang Mach-E. The automaker said it plans to increase production of the electric crossover this year by 67% to cement its position as the number two EV maker in the U.S. Who would have thought? And worries loom for the used car market. Many dealers say high retail prices and rising interest rates create a one-two punch that will further discourage consumers concerned about affordability and potentially shut more of them out of the used vehicle market. From Car Dealership Guy on Twitter. Thank you, Ty. Uh, new vehicle availability by major brand. Toyota on top. With the... Oh, least availability. Wow, they're below healthy supply. Interesting. Now that's fast. This is a fascinating graph. Let's see here. Can you see it okay? Toyota, Kia, Lexus, Land Rover, Honda, BMW, Subaru, Volkswagen... Acura, Hyundai, Mercedes, Porsche, Mazda, Chevy, Nissan, Mitsubishi, GMs, Cadillac, Genesis, Ford, Audi, Chrysler, Lincoln, Volvo. Who's got the highest supply? Oh, Buick. Yeah. Buick at the bottom. Wow. Thanks. That's pretty cool. Another rough year may be ahead for auto suppliers. Suppliers have been through three years of challenges and setbacks. Get ready for number four. Sorry. But we knew this, and we've been saying this. I mean, you know, it's not a news flash. If you if you pick up the paper, this is not a news flash by any means. By the way, I think that's a. Uh, Why well, can't the, I can't remember what they call that thing? Wired harness. That is intense, bro. Ford boosts financial support for dealers uh, for offering remote service. Okay, the remote experience program is voluntary and available to all dealers. Ford is into it. Uh, they're giving dealers more money and support to expand remote service offerings such as mobile vans, pickup and delivery, rising customer demand for such services. And I think we're talking like service, fixed ops uh, and whatnot. You know, if you need uh, some work, they'll come and pick and pick up and deliver it at your home from the from the dealership. And this was driven by COVID. Ford will offset costs for up to six repair orders per mobile service unit each day in all pickups and deliveries. A dealership makes again it's not auto transport but it is interesting if you're looking to work local local pickup and delivery involves a dealership going to a customer's home or place of business to pick up their vehicle and return it when the repair has been completed customers also have the option of scheduling a mobile service van to perform light repairs and routine maintenance at eligible locations ford says participating dealers have the ability to set their own service and mileage limits for each type of remote service made me think of anthony montero over at draver when Go ahead and text Anthony. He's seen it. E-Block and parent company sign a deal to buy Houston Auto Auction. This was really big news uh, being talked about. So E-Block, where land meets technology, 
Continue, oh, continuing its land meets tech strategy, eBlock buying another auction, this time in Texas. The dealer-to-dealer -dealer online wholesale platform and its parent company, E-Inc., announced they have signed a deal to purchase Houston Auto Auction for $5.5 in cash. The company anticipates the deal to close by February 1st. The acquisition, together with the Louisiana asset, ties together two strategic local markets in the Gulf region. Houston Auto Auctions focus on commercial sales open, new opportunities for us to service commercial fleet customers. If you see something different in Houston or Louisiana when you go to the E-Block-owned auction, let us know. Send it in. Send in the news. Autotransportintel at gmail.com. Hey, here's a... Uh, boy, we don't have many stock tips on this channel, but why not? Used car prices are plunging... One under-the-radar stock that could benefit Copart. Now, I'm reading this, so I'm not providing stock advice. I'm just reading it. That's an interesting idea. If you've shopped for a used car in the past three years, you've undoubtedly noticed that prices are elevated. While it's true prices are up, good news for would-be buyers if they're starting to fall. And this price drop may also be good news for vehicle auction leader Copart. Let me know. Barrett-Jackson exceeds $190 million in car auction sales during its Scottsdale event. Amazing. We're going to look at some of those cars. Let's take a look. Here we go. Where's that webpage at? Top 10 sales from Saturday at Barrett-Jackson in Scottsdale. Uh, I don't know if you can see this okay. Ferrari F40, 2.75 mil. Look at this baby. Wow pretty wild uh porsche career gt i like it i'm gonna hit the bell for that one i like that that's nice you ever play outrun <laughs> uh well you can play it now for 1.5 mil 2019 ford gt light one car lightweight carbon series yeah i'll take one of those that's nice Man, you can, I, I think I can hear the engine from here. It's like that uh, Jersey Mike's commercial. Listening to the uh, 2024 GT. Nice. Yeah. That'll look good. Rolling up on the beach. Uh, 1966 Shelby Group 2 Mustang. Wow. Look at that little toy. Huh? Let's see, 67 Chevy Corvette. Wow. That is stylish. I like it. Uh, 69 Chevy Camaro ZL1? Yeah. That'll work. Wow, these shows would be great. Man, and hauling these cars? What's that take? 2012 Lexus LFA. I'm sure it's all, uh, what, reliable? Okay. It's the only one I'm not freaking out over. That's all right. And, uh, oh, the 2021 Ferrari SF90. Again, I'm not, I'm not losing my mind. It's, it's nice. Sure. Heck yeah. 2019 Lambo Aventador. Hmm. I think I'm up near the top of the list though. Still. These are awesome cars. 
that was fun. And I really don't, I'm not really a car guy. I don't, you know, I don't stare at cars all the time. Um, but I did like that. Enjoyed that. Actually, there was an F-150 uh, Lightning Fighter Edition. Pulled in 275K. Kind of uh, fighter custom stuff. Yeah, Jay. It's a good thing you're not running the auction. Um, and actually, records were shattered, shattered at Meekum Kissimmee Auction, too. Uh, Meekum Auto Auction in Osceola Heritage Park. Posted $234 million in sales. Broke last year's record at $217 million. Very first auto auction of back-to-back years exceeding $200 million. Wow. Crazy. You know, or you can go to, you know, Copart. Uh, California lawmakers want to prohibit fully autonomous trucking. Teamsters and allied law... Wait. Do we have that yet? How do you... They want to prohibit fully autonomous... California does? Nothing about this headline actually makes sense to me. Pass. Let's keep going. Um. Oh, delinquencies are up. Yeah. Pass. Um. Bremerton couple sentenced for selling large quantities of fentanyl. Okay. We would pass, but I want to mention this. Um. After eight pounds of meth and two pounds of fentanyl pills in a rental car were found. This is why actually the NAAA had a uh. Right. I mean, really? The um, the NAAA had some special sessions before the N, uh, NADA, and one of the things they were talking about was fentanyl cars. So you want to you actually pay attention to fentanyl cars. You can't touch fentanyl or whatever. You've seen the clips. There was a cop laid out because she was doing a stop, touched the fentanyl, you know. So there's going to be more news about fentanyl in cars, fentanyl cars. Um, yeah, it's a biohazard. So, anyways, we'll keep you posted. If you're seeing this, it's an ATI podcast. Please do listen. Thank you so much for doing that. Share it, like it, subscribe it. It's ATI Auto Business. It's everywhere on social media. You got a question, call or text Ty, 417-483-2764. I'll put his uh, number in the live chat again. And, um, because he answers the phone. You can find ATI Auto Business inside the AVC dealer app, Auction V Commerce. Thank you, Kelly. Appreciate that. And you can download it from the App Store and Google Play. Thermonuclear Thursdays are on Dispatching Live on Thursdays. So join us. I don't know. Who knows what bombs will be dropped (laughs) this Thursday on Dispatching Live. But it's sure to be a good time. Boy, oh boy, do we love logistics. And on Fridays, on Cars on the Move, Dealers, Auctions, and Carriers. Oh, yeah, Friday, we have Ship Africa. That's going to be awesome. I don't think I have the slide ready. It's the Car Shipping Business Channel. There's too much going on. It's, I, 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 some days I can barely keep up. Yeah, Jay, we can tell. Um, I'm going to play a clip here. Actually, here's what we're going to do. After this, we're going to have Ty, and then we'll talk, and then we'll share a clip. Bada bing, bada boom. We'll be right back. Ship.cars. Intelligent car shipping made simple. An end-to-end vehicle delivery platform featuring AI damage inspection, search along route, and compliance documents. Manual inspection is time-consuming and prone to human error. 
save time and money with our AI damage inspection tool. Automatically detect, classify all damages, and send a full damage report. SAR, search along route feature. With a simple search, ship.cars helps carriers find available loads while on the road. Compliance documents automate the upload of important digital documents, saving time and reducing hassle. We're ship.cars, your transportation technology provider. Contact us today. AI damage inspection, search along route, digital compliance document upload. Ship.cars, intelligent car shipping tech, is for dealers, auctions, and carriers. Visit ship.cars. Links in the live chat. All right, here we go. Let is, let's do this. You can't get enough. I know I can't. <laughs> He's not ready. Is he ready? We're just hung up a little bit. That's all. Oh, that's fine. That's normal. It's this is yeah, just like watch. being live at NPTA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we lost him too. Ty goes in. We're we're live at NADA. Ty goes in for a hug. Actually, there was one. It was going to be this great like selfie of him, and then he loses his connection. It's the, the microphone has this button on it that it is so easy to lose connection. Well, it's it, it's this, the the microphone's like you know dollhouse size. Can you see me? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that was just like NADA. It My was. word! Seriously. How many what, times did that happen? <laughs> what was the photo you were going for, and we lost connection, and then we couldn't get the couldn't get the oh. moment back? I don't remember. Yeah, I think it might have oh. been John Anderson Lot Pop, maybe. Oh, it was. We, John we actually wow. shut it down. We he's a big hugger like I am, and yeah, man, it was just you guys, was like, you guys hugged yourself off the internet. We did. We totally blew it up. It was amazing. Yeah. And that, you know, that's a nice segue into the actual yeah. show. Um, we did 4.5 hours between two days, right? And I'm with you. Friday just seemed a little different. Saturday, man, we, it was like we were in the groove, in the zone. And as I, I went back and actually watched that whole 2.5 hours, even after I already did it, I was watching like just the relationships that, that have been built or forged, however you want to say that, over the last maybe three years, it is really priceless. And, and that led to the next thought, which was something along this line, like anybody that's watching this now live and anybody that watches it later, Jay and I really, really sincerely appreciate you guys. I mean, you, you really don't even have a clue. Yeah. For example, why? Here's a, here's a good one. One of the reasons I really appreciate you guys, because you know, here Jay was talking about all these podcasters that were running around. There were a bunch of them, right? Um, I don't really go look for those guys. I don't know where they're at. Sometimes they're hard to find for me. We didn't see them much, yeah. And I don't know if a podcast is a different location, whatever it might be. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, is is the community here at ATI is not only invaluable, it's priceless. I mean, it, it, means, it really does mean a lot to Jay and I. So I just want to say thank you for your participation. Thank you for watching, even if it's just a little bit. Thank you for your support. Yeah. It really does mean a lot to us. And that goes to the vendors, our, our advertisers, our yeah, sponsors, absolutely. just the whole, the repo gang, the transport gang. I'm setting up this show. Ants, I keep asking Ants, are you listening? I'm talking to you in the live chat. Do yeah. you want to be on the March 3rd equipment show with us? Yeah. I've got Trey with Lore. 
Okay, I know a lot of people yeah. watch this like, Laura, what's that? Well, it's a big piece of equipment that costs a lot of money that helps get your cars delivered safe, right? So we're going to talk to Laura. Hopefully, we're going to be at Randy Midwestern Carriers in Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri. We're going to be hopefully at his shop. We're going to have Laura. We're going to have hopefully have Carlos. Carlos, I think he said he might have a funeral, but whatever. Carlos, Ants, anybody else? Chris Chamberlain. Chris Chamberlain's in the live chat. Chris is going to be there. So Anyway, th these are the things that uh, I get excited about. I start talking too fast, and everybody's like, can you please slow down, Ty? Just please slow down. I'm like, no, I can't. It's well, just too much. And I, I, I appreciate, because that thing we have to remind each other, there's so many things going on, is that while it's been NADA dealers and services and all this stuff, we never forget our other important verticals, carriers, auctions, tech, talked about constantly, and... Yeah future shows we keep going around right you're saying next tuesday night you think you think we're hoping an auction show right yeah that yeah. came to me today we were talking about it, i think just right. briefly yesterday and i thought right. it's not yeah yeah well and how i came to that conclusion yeah. uh talking to some people from the show going through the business cards you know you're you're one of the guys that taught me i'm getting better i'm not not there yet but grab a business card come back sit down uh start making those contacts on linkedin send a nice message so this is in, you know, I'll just tell you what kind of a loser I am. I mean, this is the first time, like, I really sat down and made an a intentional effort to get back and say thanks and shoot an email and maybe make a phone call. So I'm learning just like everybody else, and it's really great. And this is how you build business. It's relationship. And I understand technology, and I understand the value and the importance of technology, but it, there is a handshake. There is eye contact, and there are hugs, and it is real, and it does make a difference. There you go. It, well, and you were also saying, because I will tell you, like when I went to NADA in 2020, I mentioned it earlier, three years ago, mm -hmm. half half of this channel ago, mm -hmm. it was a desert for me. I didn't know many people. Yeah. And that is not the experience you had this year. You saw all nope. kinds of people that you know. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, it's well, like, it goes, wow. It's, well, this leads into, okay, like... Uh, the, there is a, okay, the, I, this was the, one of my favorite interviews, and I know you're like, Ty, you interviewed a lot of people. Why would this one be your favorite one? It was the setup guys. So this is funny. I'm standing there, Jay and I are just like over, just so amazed at these monster booths, right? I mean, literally like a city. And uh, you know me, I'm just like, hey, buddy. Well, there's these two guys sitting over there that I had just somehow bumped into, and they're, they're somehow attached to the conference. Like, hey guys, what are you doing? And they're uh, they they design the booth, they build the booth, they transport the booth from where they built it to the conference. Then they go and set the booth. I got to talk to the owner of the company, Scott Lindsay, and we got oh, to yeah. find out. Yeah, and I got connected with him. We're connected yeah. now on LinkedIn, and actually, he couldn't make it here tonight, but we're gonna have him on a future Cars on the Move. Yeah. Yeah, and the whole time awesome. interviewing, I had no idea he was the owner. It didn't dawn on me until honestly I walked away. I was like, I think that's just. But then live, you took him to a booth and talked about the booth. It was amazing. <laughs> the booth that he built. Oh my gosh, who's got that, was that his interview? Booth. I know and that's, that's a little braggadocious, Allie. but it was so cool. Right, Which one was Ali? Ali, and then guess Financial? what we know about Ali? Ali yeah. was in the industry news Tuesday night, last yeah. Tuesday night. They bought what was that? Four billion dollars worth of Carvana oh, notes, right. auto, loans. auto loans. So on yeah. me, they were on the industry news last Tuesday. 
Friday, I'm at a conference. Saturday, I'm at a conference. Saturday, I run into the two guys that, or maybe that was Friday. I don't know. Whatever day it was. I meet the guy who built the booth for Alley Financial, who just bought $4 billion worth of car loans from Carvana. Then Monday mm-hmm. rolls around today, and I'm watching Carvana stock. Did you see Carvana stock today? No. Ooh. Ooh. To the moon? Yeah, it was like over 20%. Oh, probably because of Ally, that Ally Financial deal. Well, they were having a cash problem, $4 billion worth of cash. Yeah, that'll do it. Help somebody. Yeah, man. It's time to hit the tables again. Yeah, let's hit the tables. But, <laughs> but, uh, but not but only so, does not only does he build the booths, he also designs them, which means he's involved. Saying. Yeah. In, in Top exactly. down. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. And so this as you watch this awesome. interview, is crazy. We should, get, like, we should get Brent that builds dealerships. Yeah, there that guy. There? There's a match, I guarantee you, all day shoot. long. Yeah. There should be. So that's kind of this cool stuff that you get to see. Like you're not going to find that anywhere, and maybe you don't care. But if you if you see the size of this place and what's happening, and you, and you're like, wait a minute, how did this even? Get? I mean, you have to ask yourself. Still boggling. That how did this get here? That room, that convention center space, six hundred thousand square feet. Well, the market's one, it's one this, building, right? <clears throat> oh yeah, that was one. Did it floor, ever end? Dude. Right? No. 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 I really there's you know that was a great question you put on Crazy. LinkedIn today. You know, is one two is two day two three days enough for this conference? I and I was I said, well, I'm going with yes. The reason I'm going with yes is a couple of things. I don't think you could get through it in six days. So if who's got the money to not go to work for six days and just hang out at a conference trying to figure out who's where, right? I mean, when you go to this thing, it, it, Jay's right. You Think really of how many podcasts there would be. <laughs> Come on, Jay. Hey, what? Well, this is really cool. So I didn't know. This is funny. I didn't know Tom was on the show tonight. I Tom know. Tom is one of my favorites, right? Dude, he got invited by Josh. Okay. Well, that, this Isn't is that so wild? This that was is Josh's how I met idea? Josh was through Tom. No. I'm standing there in the little dealer's lounge booth where, where we started the show, I think both days. Somehow, and I don't know how I found it, but I'm sitting at this dealer's lounge booth. There's coffee, free coffee and water and maybe a little Danish or something. And uh, I'm getting a coffee and there's some, something happened. This guy's standing there, Josh, that you're going to meet here in a minute. Hey, buddy, how are you? What are you doing? How's the conference? Just a small chat. He tells me he's comply net. And I'm like, comply? Comply? Dealer comply? Yeah. Do you know Tom Klein? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, can I come and talk to you at your booth? He's like, yeah. I mean, thanks, Tom Klein. Good job. That was great. Well, and there you go. It's the snowball of business networking. It's inexplicable. Inconceivable. It's Um, crazy. It is. It's crazy. All right, let's do this. I'm going to roll that video clip. We're not going to be on screen. Okay. So So it's okay to pick my nose then? Yeah, exactly. Do that. Do whatever you do. You know, just think of it like NADA. Watch this clip, (laughs) and then when we come back, we'll have our panel and guests. All right. Oh, wait. We got to do a Larry question with this. See if you can find the most hilarious moment in this clip, right? That's, that's, to me, this clip is hilarious. Put it in the live chat. What's the funniest part of this clip? Here we go. All right. Take it away. You just did an update, I think, yesterday. I want to get his update. You know, I saw that he did, and I missed it. Um, yeah, I need to I check that out. The first few minutes of it. Did you? There's yeah. Yeah. How do you like Blackbrook now? Oh man. 
Yeah, so you're okay. Yeah, you're getting hey, there's near, our one guy. The Remember wall. our one guy, a recurrent guy? Oh, Scott Case, recurrent. There he is. Whoops. Oh, yeah. And look who he's with Alex Jinchenko. Get out of town. Okay, we know both of these guys. Yeah. What is going Alex. on? It's Alex Scott. and Scott. Hold on. We got Jay with us today. Hey, there he is. What is going oh, is on? Jay? Hey, what's up, you guys? You know Jay. What's what is up? happening? Hey. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. yeah. Up, Jay? It's perfect, perfect. Take it away. Awesome. I can't hear him, but last no, time. I'm going to let you guys talk. Alex. I saw you, you were, in a, you were in a parking lot in Carbona. Uh, what's up, Jay? What's hey, up? Scott. How, you how, how are you? How you doing? Good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Are we on? Are we rolling right so now? So we're, we live, we're Yeah, we're live. We're right live. Now. Live. We even All have right. an audience. Yeah, we're live. Oh my God! So, uh, well, I mean, do you know about uh, Recurrence partnership with Blackbook? Tell us, please. I will tell you. So, uh, so we've been working together now for six months, I think, at this point, where. Uh, an EV owner, this is all about electric cars, an EV owner can come into Recurrent and understand the value of their uh, electric car based on the battery health. And we work with, uh, with BlackBook essentially to run a BlackBook report and then put in a, uh, a um, recommended battery adjustment that goes on top of the mileage adjustment, the regional adjustment, and everything like that. So, wow, yeah, it's pretty unique. I mean, it's basically the way that we think uh, electric cars are going to get valued uh, as we move forward. And so we're just psyched to be doing it with BlackBook. Well, and that is exciting because, I mean... I'm going to put you on here. Yeah, I'm cool. putting Alex on here. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> Hi, Jay. Hey, what's up, Alex? That is very exciting because, as we know, when you look around, whether it's a consigner, fleet management company, every... Oh, you're good. Everybody wants to know... What am I buying with this used EV? What am yeah, I getting? For, for, for EVs, battery is the most expensive piece. And battery health is, is going to be similar to a dometer for, for your ICE vehicle. You have to know the, the state of that battery, and that's going to determine, determine the price. It's also the hardest thing. It's very hard to get the data right right now, right? Yes, I mean it's a, right now it's a wild west, and re recurrent is 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 trying to solve that that issue. How how do we get a trusted information about battery health that dealers and consumers believe? That that's that's what industry needs. So you're literally right now today, you're building the historical data of tomorrow. Correct. Yes. That's that, awesome. that's that's, that's the goal. amazing. And and two titans, recurrent and black book working together. When how how old is this announcement? Uh, I think we started last year. We started working last year, and we'll we'll, we'll continue in the future. Okay. And so, where do do you? Because I don't actually know. I mean, you you have. I guess if you're, let's say you're a lot. Let's say you're Holman. Okay. Is Holman a client? That I don't know. I'll, 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 I'll give Scott. <laughs> yeah, let's go, Scott. Uh, how do you access that information right now? Uh, What's yeah. the question? So, how I, did you just like where? How did you just drop in on our meeting? This is like. Yeah. So are, are you, I, I mean, are and, you like and, stalking me? No, and and, you, and your guy just took off. He just like left us. Like you're just Dude. sitting in a in a chair right there. <laughs> And and I don't know, he probably went to the bathroom or something. He's like, like, can you hold this camera for a minute? So I don't know where he went. But you and you know what? You learned this 
when we remember we threw you in a few weeks ago, a month ago. Oh yeah. And yeah. I mean, you really didn't know what was going to happen. I don't think, right? I no, mean, kind of. No. And and it, yeah. wasn't it wonderful? It was great. And we were on with uh, at that time we were John on Combs. with John Combs, and we were talking about how all of the uh, all of the the used electric cars going through Odessa's auctions yes. have recurrent reports on them to help dealers basically figure out what they should be paying for these cars, you know, and just because it's such a big deal. Okay, so that was my question to Alex, is how does a company access this information? Because I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, so uh, basically, uh, if, the, if a dealership is working with us, they can put uh, recurrent reports like next to their auto check or next to their uh, Carfax reports, you know, to present it on the, from retail side. Oh, here he is. Ties back. Now, if uh, if um, uh, if they, and and then the other thing they can do with that at the same point is like when they're appraising cars to take in, like if they're getting them private party, buying them off the curb, or you know a lease return even, um, then they can use our they can use our same system to check the value and check the battery. Uh, we the deal we did with Odessa last it was almost a year ago means that all of the just like even if you're not as a dealer working with us you get the kind of the basic level battery report uh, on on any car you look at at Odessa and we're, I think we're going to be we're going to be doing that with more wholesale auctions moving forward so it's just more more of a universal thing. So you know I I, th I we're lucky to have met you when we did. Because this is going to just continue to grow, and um, hopefully we can tune in periodically with you to get an update on what's happening. Because what I said to Alex is, you are literally building the historical database that will be used tomorrow. Yep, I think that's right. I think that's right. And this is absolutely going to be the most important way. Like, mileage is dead. This is not how used cars are going to get valued anymore. You know, it's all about the battery. Everybody's had an iPhone long enough to know the battery wears down. I'm probably going to have to charge this thing before, like, another hour, you know, and especially with my flashlight on. Look at that. So, um, and uh, and so, and I think this is, that, this is, this is the way it's going to be in the future. Scott, have you, awesome have to you, talk to you. Thanks for jumping yeah, in hey, and like last, last crashing question. our meeting, have literally you, crashing our meeting. Have Sorry. you purchased hashtag mileage is dead? No, you can't purchase a hashtag. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's what makes the joke good. Oh, I see. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> look at the old guy trying to talk about uh, trying to talk about social media My, memes. Mileageisdead.com. He's like. Is Mileage is dead. Oh yes, we could purchase a dot com. That's true. Mileage okay, I'm gonna go get it right now. He's gonna you're gonna buy it. Thanks a lot. This is great. You're crashing <laughs> meeting. Maybe you steal my marketing strategy. All right, back to you. Bye. Okay, Good I won't you. buy it. Man, thank you. That was awesome. That was awesome. Hey, all right, welcome back to ATI. Thank you so much. Um thanks for watching that live clip. If you missed our live coverage, now you know what it looks like. Yeah, we lost a few people, but you know what? You have to do you have to try. All right, here we go. Let's bring in the panel. This is the NADA 2023 Expo Evolution discussion panel. It's after NADA. Let's see what happened. Let's talk about it. Please do help me welcome... Oh, let me get these, let me get these pesky uh, titles on the screen. Please help me welcome... We've got Tom Klein from Better Vantage Point. We've got Josh from Compliant. Josh, will you say your last name for me? Coronish. You almost had it the first time I'm around. So close. Coronish? Coronish, yes. All right. Well, I apologize. No worries. No worries. All right, cool. All right. And Susan O'Rourke from A to Z Sync. 
Say hello, Susan. All right, cool. So we're here. It's after NADA. It's anybody's guess what we're going to talk about. Who wants to say something? We're going, um, I want to talk about Tom's post. Take it, Ty. And Tom Klein. Yes. Right? T- talk about it, Ty. I want to, okay, so I see this post. He's, I'm tagged in it, and I'm like, wow, that's really nice, Tom. So I made a little comment, said we were talking about you, and put the link to the show that how I met Josh was on because of you. Right. And so tell us about the post. Tell us what you were thinking. What are you doing? Tom Klein, wait, tell us who you are first because you're, oh, you're, yeah, you're a big Klein deal. Yeah, Tom Klein's yeah. a big deal. <laughs> so uh, I'm Tom Klein. Yep, give me another bell. Thank you. Um, as long as you don't give me the buzzer, Jay. Um, <laughs> I have been in the car business for 30 years plus. My family started in the car business in 1925. So almost a hundred years we've been in the car business. So I'm a third generation car guy. And uh, what I do, let me describe this way. I'm a risk mitigation consultant, which means I help dealers make sure that their problems don't become big, both from a governance GRC, which is called, stands for governance, risk and compliance. And the best way to explain what I do is if you think about a dealership, dealers, feel like they're trying to tuck an octopus into bed every night, right? And the tentacles keep flopping out and they go everywhere and you can't keep them all tucked in. Well, I'm the guy who helps keep them all tucked in to make sure that from a risk perspective that they've minimized their risk, they have the right kind of insurance, they know where their risks are, they know where the compliance that they should be doing, they're working on their compliance. And that's kind of the world that I live in. Wow. That makes That's sense. A big you know, so that visual is really good. The octopus. It's great, yeah, it was a great yeah. visual, but tell them the story about the nuclear verdict. That, that to me is a really good story too. That's actually how I met you. you were, I was like, I'm looking, I'm looking at Tom, like, I have no idea what you just said. And he's like, you've heard it. What was it, Tom? I don't remember which verdict we were talking about, but there was, there have been so many recently that because of lack of controls and, a lack of good faith handling of customers. You know, Napleton Automotive last year was fined 10 million. Passport Automotive was fined 3.38 million. Um, Dan O'Brien Kia was fined 1.25 million in New Hampshire. I mean, I, I, I mean, I could keep so, going on and on, but a lot of money. I want to ask this. I've read some headlines and I glaze over them because I don't know what we're talking about half the time. What would you say are the top three? You know, what are the top three reasons why a dealer has a, has a major risk problem? There, there are. I'm glad you said top three because there are three. So, ding. It's going to be on Larry's right. test. It's going to be on the test yeah. later, everybody. Yeah. Take notes. Three top reasons. <laughs> the, the top three reasons are that dealerships don't handle their customer complaints. That's, let's start with the online complaints. So, when... Uh, a customer complains online, and I see this all the time. I talked to a dealer today, had this very conversation. I said, don't invite them to call you. They've already told you what the problem is. Pick up the phone, get them back into the store, and fix the problem. Don't apologize and say, we're sorry, and we've reported it to our management team, and we're trying to get better. Nobody wants to hear that. They want their problem fixed. Pick up the phone, get the customer in 
fix it. And then once you've earned the right to ask them, you ask them to update and you use the word update. Would you please update your review and let everyone know that we're not such bad guys after all? Uh, very simple. If you ask them to change their review, they go crazy because they feel manipulated, right? So number one is customer problems. Number two are employee problems. Do oh. you have an open door policy to make sure that if your employees are having an issue or a concern that they can go talk to somebody and try to get it resolved? Generally, when employees feel uh, like they don't have anybody to talk to, that's when they go to lawyers, that's when they go to regulators, that's when they go to the EEOC. Problems start when you're not handling your two, I call these the two-legged problems, right? Employees and customers. And then the third is unintentional advertising violations. Um, there are a lot of dealers who are trying to do it right. There are also a lot of dealers who don't try to do that right. But I was, as an example, I was on the phone with one today and I said, look, at, on your MSRP price, and I chose the first vehicle, on the MSRP, there's no asterisks next to the MSRP to indicate that the customer is supposed to look at the disclaimer. And the standard without going into too much stuff is it has to be clear and conspicuous. So if the disclaimer is not clear and conspicuous, then it's considered um, an advertising violation. And so the top three really are those. And then there's a whole litany of things. But if, if a dealer controls his two-legged problems and his advertising problems, I'm going to tell you 70 to 80% of their problems are, are going to be handled. Amazing. That was amazing. And I, we wow. didn't know we were going to even do that. That's but I amazing. Just a lot. And I want to say, too. has anybody seen Pepsi Where's My Jet on Netflix? No. Check this either. out. Pepsi Where's My Jet. What <laughs> happened was Pepsi ran a campaign in the 80s where if you got enough Pepsi points, you could actually win a Harrier jet. Now, Pepsi says that, well, spoiler a alert. A Harrier jet? A Harrier jet. Okay. A Harrier jet. Now, what what do you think Pepsi said? Let's do it that way. When the guy said, I got the points, I want my jet, what did Pepsi say? Sorry, you didn't qualify. And he said, yeah, but you advertised it. I want my jet. <laughs> and he hired lawyers, and they went to court. This is a Netflix documentary. It's amazing. Pepsi, where's my jet? You will love it, Tom. It sounds great. It. Yeah, it's freaking I'm gonna, awesome. I'm going to write it down. It's really good. I recommend it to everybody. Um, all right. So we just went. Let's go. And we're going to come back to podcasters, Tom. But let's uh, let's switch it up a bit. Um, Susan, you gave us a lot of time right before NADA. We also caught up with you live. Please say hello. Tell us a bit more about you. And then we'll kick it off from there. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Um, super excited, and I was happy to connect with you at NADA. Um, yeah, A to Z um, is a little bit different kind of company trying to change the way cars are bought and sold in the dealership world. So I work on the strategic development team for the company, trying different ways uh, to get into dealerships and also cultivate different partnerships. But a little bit about A to Z Sync, we were born out of the Champ Automotive Group in Denver, Colorado. Um, they're a very progressive group. They've always have been. 
they went one price in 1997 and then one person in 2007. So they have always been pushing the boundaries on how to enhance the customer experience. Um, they're not the typical dealership. So, you know, after a while, you know, a lot of dealers have been asking them why they were so successful, uh, why customers keep coming back and also why their gross is so high. And that's how A to Z Sync was born. Um, they wanted the not only the training, but the software. And the software has evolved over the last, they built it in 2014, but the software has evolved over the last year, couple years into what it is today and has scaled outside the Champ Automotive walls. So we do a lot. We're kind of um, trying to be one screen for not only the customer, but the employee as well to navigate correctly and streamline the process in the dealership. But before that, I actually worked at um, ACB Auctions. I was one of the original inside salespeople there. So I got to see that rocket ship go off and was a part of different teams all across the nation. And they brought me out here to beautiful Denver, Colorado. So that's a little bit about me. You know, um, so you just mentioned two companies that are all over the place. I mean, A to Z is a name we hear a lot. Why do we hear A to Z sync so much? Well, we hear A to Z a lot, and maybe some people call it Spock, single point of contact, one person. But a lot of dealerships are trying to minimize the friction points within the sales process. There's too many people touching the deal. Um, it doesn't. It shouldn't take six different people to sell a car it really shouldn't it's um it you know at most maybe two um there's you know the salesperson and the sales manager that you know is involved behind the scenes we can we compare you know the a to z model to a restaurant you know you have your waiter the person who is building that relationship talking to you consulting on what you should eat things of that nature and then you have the sales manager who, you know, might step in to say hi. Um, also, you know, might ask the waiter questions about what's going on with that table, et cetera. And then you have the chefs in the kitchen. So those are people that are just submitting deals and also processing the paperwork who are trying to get deals bought. So, and also like all the integration partners we have too, I consider the chefs in the kitchen because we integrate with all the major players to like the DMS, CRM, um, credit, all that to communicate back and forth so people don't have to jump from screen to screen. But the overall goal is to eliminate the friction points, also eliminate overhead, um, and just also make the customers happy. If you think about it, people don't come back to the dealership because they love the F&I manager. No offense to the F&I manager. They, they come back to the dealership because they had a great relationship with their salesperson and that person treated them really well and maybe sent them a note after they bought a vehicle, thanking them for their business. So we're really trying to bring it back to the front of the house and empower the salespeople as well. That's another thing we don't talk about. Um, the turnover in the, sales uh, in the salesperson position is typically around 80%, which is pretty bad in, that, uh, in any industry I would consider. It's a little bit lower just due to how much uh, salespeople are making now uh, with all the inventory shortage, but it's still, that's gonna come back. 
people are going to, there's going to be a lot of turnover. And it's because sometimes these salespeople are just glorified appointment takers and they're not empowered to actually be salespeople. So we try to do, we do the training, we talk about leadership, we talk about how you relationship build, we're kind of redefining that role within the company as well. So there's a lot of different ways um, a dealer could do A to Z, but those are really the more important aspects to why dealers are really attracted to this model. And it also helps, you know, save expenses and increase gross. So I think I just came up with your next ad campaign idea for Natasha. You've yeah. got, yeah, so you've got different departments and they're like, oh, and they, they see A to Z person coming, they're grumbling. You got BDC is grumbling and FII is, FNI is cursing and accounting and they're all grumbling because here comes A to Z and they're going to clean up the need for having 12 departments. And then at the end, mm -hmm. the customer's all happy. They drive off the lot and everyone high fives A to Z sync. And they're going to, and, and Jay, they're going to make enough money that they have enough money left over to buy a Harrier. Dude, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and there's your tie-in. Yeah, we've done studies like nice. uh, work with Paragon Honda currently. And that was a big case study for us because of the size of the store. And the cost to sell a vehicle went down by 17% just switching to this model. Um, however, like we're, we're dealership agnostic, I say. Uh, if you want to keep a traditional process, our software and training helps as well. Um, we go back to basics. We help with, you know, all the different types of tabs that a dealership has on the screen, which is probably 20 at a time. So we also just help with the software component too. Right. So if you like six hours in F&I, go for it. That's cool. Yeah. yeah <laughs> sure. We can do that too. Here's, here's, a, here's a really slow, large button. We got gotcha. you. Hopefully we minimize that time by setting them up you know, the, giving the salespeople a lot of different aspects, like different tools to plant seeds for F&I. Um, the Nilo group in Sacramento, they actually run that where they compensate their salespeople on selling F&I products. So like a lot of the time before they even get to the F&I office, half the job's done. So um, there's different ways to do it. What did you call it? Nilo Company? What was that? Is it Nielo? What company? I think it's Which one? In Sacramento. Say it again. What's the name? Nilo. 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 How do you spell it? N E L O? Nilo. Nilo. We're always trying yeah. to figure stuff out. Somebody but right yeah. now, somebody's like, yeah, remember that show where they kept trying to say that word Nello or Nilo? <laughs> it's like Velo. Remember we learned a new one? Oh, Velo, yeah. Is it Velo. actually? Yeah, we're going live. We're live? Josh. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to do this live. Just, hey, Josh. Uh, yeah, Josh is like, I'm leaving. <laughs> Josh, what are you doing? How's it going? <laughs> say hello. Please say hello. Oh, you're on Curtis Mule. Please Sorry. say hello. Tell us more about you. Sorry about that. I, uh, you know, I, no, no activity in my office here until I knew you were probably going to turn to me and here comes my dog. And I was like, no, 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 you got to go. You will make too much noise. Can, ever, can everybody hear hey, me? We, we caught up with Canine Companion on day two. Yeah, we can this see you. It is a family show, too. You. It is a family show. So we love dogs. Yeah. I'll let him in another time. But I do okay. appreciate uh, Jay and Ty. Ty, it was great connecting with you at NADA and Jay. 
you've been uh, you've been pretty quick to communicate as well. So nice to uh, to be on here, uh, Tom. You know, Tom and I were on two calls today with each other, working with dealers, trying to help. Uh, you know, bring light to some some areas that, like Tom had discussed, that we feel dealers could use a little bit of assistance. Um, and uh, Susan, that's a that's a cool product with A to Z. I've uh, most certainly heard about that. Uh, I've actually met with a dealer yesterday who has a process very similar. Not sure if they use you or not. They didn't reference that, but uh, those are that's that's definitely a unique way to sell a vehicle. And I can tell you that people get a little irritated about the process. So anything that you could do to make that quicker and more efficient, uh, I, I'm sure would make a better customer experience. Um, as I had said, I was on the, uh, the live NADA show. I kind of gave a blurb of, of uh, a little bit about myself and, uh, and the company I work for. The company I work for is called ComplyNet. Um, we are an almost 30-year-old compliance provider exclusively dedicated to automotive dealers. So everything we do is built for the car gal, car guy. Um, and, you know, all of our folks at ComplyNet come from the automotive space. So if you work with us, you're going to get a team of dedicated resources uh, that, that understand, you know, the intricacies of the different departments of the dealership world. So when we send folks in or we work with you on regulatory, um, work with you in regulatory areas, we really are able to relate, you know, given that experience and tenure that our staff has. Uh, but we offer a complete compliance package. There's nothing regulatory or compliance we can't help you with whether that's sales and finance, environmental health and safety, privacy and safeguards, human resources. Uh, as Tom and I know, the hottest button in the space, which I talked about, I know on your on your live, is privacy and safeguards. For those of you on the channel listening that aren't aware, dealers are held to a, higher, a very high standard as it relates to keeping customer information secure. Um, so there's a lot of things they have to do. And luckily, there are folks like, uh, you know, ComplyNet and others and and better vantage point out there that that help dealers uh, and, and guide them through those processes. Because let's face it, car dealers and you know they want to sell cars, service cars. Make sure that process in between for the customer is uh, is efficient. And uh, you know we don't expect them to be compliance experts. We just got to make sure they're mindful enough to know what to look out for and how to combat issues if they were to surface. So that, in a quick nutshell, is is who we are, what we do. Uh, I've been working for ComplyNet. Uh, for a few years now, I've worked for the ownership of ComplyNet uh, back when they had an auto auction. So I come from the auction mm. space. I know the transport space. I love the, uh, you know, the, uh, yeah, the, the car haulers, as you call them, very aware, or, uh, very aware of them. And then uh, my background, I had a, a short tenure as a logistics freight broker. And uh, my family owns a diesel repair shop to this day that they've had since 1972. So I, I, I love I love truckers and I've been around them my whole life. So happy to be here and contribute in any way I can. That's pretty much me and high level of uh, comply uh, compliant. So. OK, well, I'm got to real quick um, in trucking. <clears throat> I don't know if this this happens in in dealer world, but in trucking, you know, you're supposed to follow all these DOT compliance rules, regulations, you're supposed to have things, files, blah, blah, blah. So what happens in trucking, a lot of trucking just kind of maybe has it and they get a notice of, hey, we're the DOT and we're going to come by and do an audit next month. And everybody starts just panic. I mean, the panic is so amazing, like fear and sweat and tears and things start throwing, everybody's crying and screaming. Is this, does this happen in dealer land too? Yeah, it, yes. it, uh, unfortunately, though, I don't really think that, you know, the FTC or OSHA is going to give a dealer 30 days notice 
to get things put together. They're probably going to pop in when they want or because there was some sort of issue and usually it's unannounced. Uh, so they don't have that much time. So you can imagine the panic that sets in. Uh, Dom and I, have, you know, you'll have dealers that you try to educate and, and, and help them and they say, now nah, we're good. And then a few months later, six months, a year later, they've got a regulator in there and they're ready to do whatever they can to start working with you because they realize that they probably should have been a little bit more, uh, uh, you know, on the ball with this kind of stuff. So, you know, we, we do everything we can to help get them up to speed, but mm. you know, uh, there's just so much for them to keep up with you know, all the regulators complete what's called a regulatory maze. It's a maze for a reason. It's meant to be complicated. Right. And, and for the dealers, we want to help them stay focused on their primary objectives and really, you know, take a lot of that legwork off their plate as it relates to compliance. So yeah, you're definitely right though. They are, <laughs> they face a very See, similar. You could have like a, a break glass, you know, product. That's me. I'm the yeah. break glass product. <laughs> to so, face. so you said you teed me up perfectly. <laughs> okay. Both of you, all of you, because at the, at the auto Intel summit sponsored by Cherokee media. Oh yeah. In uh, April. In I'm, April in Raleigh. We'll see you there. That's awesome. In Raleigh. Yeah. I am speaking on oh, awesome. how to handle a regulator and what to, what they're looking for when they come into your business and what's going to happen. So that's the topic that I'm talking about. So if you don't have your tickets, be in Raleigh April 18th through 20th. And, uh, and that's what I'm going to be talking about. How to handle a regulator, and frankly, what I'm I'm switching over to trucking in my mind because our Wednesday show on live care advice that'd be a good one for Brian Riker. How to handle a DOT audit? Yep, that's important. <clears throat> well, auto uh, auto intel coming up April 18th through 20th. Tom, you're you doing one session or are you doing two? One. One, but okay. for, for you, I'll give you a private session. If you're right, out there you go. Just, yeah, a, there's have, one during the day, and then there's the one. There's a, so, it's by the bar around the piano. <laughs> <laughs> he sings it. That's what where I met do. Tom in the hallway, guys. Yeah, and he, just amazing. Make, make sure you take care of your waiters and waitresses, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Try mm -hmm. the meal. <laughs> um, that's good stuff. All right, so we still have on the table. All right. Podcasters or booths for two hundred? Which way should we go? Podcasts. Podcasts. All right, Tom. Tom, we got to go back to Tom. Yeah, let's go yeah. to that post. What was in your? You shared well, a post on LinkedIn. Show us. I, yeah, I don't have. You know what? I don't have a uh, copy of it. I'll try to find it. Keep talking. Yeah, yeah. The, okay, yeah. Tom. So Tom's on LinkedIn. Tom's and I say this pretty much every week now. If you're watching the show and you're not on LinkedIn. You should go ahead and get on LinkedIn, connect with Jay and I, and then just start going from there. Tom's on LinkedIn. Tom's been there forever. And uh, Tom's when Tom says something on LinkedIn, a lot of people check it out. So Tom made a post uh, regarding – go ahead. You take over now, Tom. So there are, there are so many um, amazing podcasters. Here's the post here that Jay's putting up um, mm. in automotive. And – and it's really, it's, it's hard, quite frankly, to make time to listen to all the content. I mean, the amount of content is incredible, uh, including, uh, including your podcast here today. So, uh, yeah. So um, I was thinking about showing appreciation for these folks because podcasts are a ton of work. 
I mean, the, to find the guests and confirm the guests and make sure the tech is working and make sure you know what questions to ask and to, to know what lanes you can go in and what lanes you can't go in. And, and then the post-production and then chopping it up in little pieces and being able to put that on social media. I mean, it goes on. The amount of work is incredible and it goes on and on and on. And so um, I wanted to appreciate these people because week after week and month after month, they're hard at work doing this. And um, by the way, my $10 million idea, which maybe somebody's already done this, I'd love to be able to have an app that saves podcasts all in one place. So it doesn't matter the platform that it's on. It would be really cool to be able to say, gosh, I need to listen to that. Let me save it here. And let me save this one here and put it all together so that when you're in the car and you have some time to listen, that you have you could go back to your, your, you know, to your place and listen to the podcasts. So my thinking around this was simply expressing appreciation and um, and and giving everyone also a, a resource to go to if they didn't know where to start or who, you know, who did podcasts and what they were about. You know, each one has a little bit of a bent you know, because of the long list. Obviously, I couldn't describe what you know what each one was. So. Um, I just want to do it for the automotive community because I think it's important. I think it's uh, uh, critical that everybody know where they can go for information, uh, who they can call for questions, and, and, and those kinds of things. So that was the motivation behind it. That was awesome. So let's do it this way. How I don't know. Let's start naming podcasts that you saw at the show, Susan. In fact... Who Marcus Amick? Who's Marcus Amick? Um, so Marcus Amick is a freelance writer. Um, he has done a lot of content with Automotive News, um, specifically working in the OEM space. Uh, he does the podcast for Rocket, which is a training company, um, mobile, uh, mobile app-based training company that I like to describe them as, and they describe themselves too, as kind of TikTok training. Um, a lot of Gen Zers are entering the job market now, so to get their attention span, they've created a lot of content that has uh, industry experts, so trainers, sales managers, other people who have bought and sold cars um, on the platform and no more than two-minute clips. So, But he's done their podcast, and we had him at our booth um, with Rockhead at NADA. And so what can you name some people and or companies that were, you know, within that media in your booth? Because I, I don't know. Yeah. So we had um, eight different people. So um, doing the podcast, um, the, to start off, we had Jennifer Swope um, from Swope Family Dealerships. She was 40 under 40 this year. So we wanted to get her in there. She's their progressive group. Um, after that, we had... Ryan Benstock um, of Paragon Honda and Acura, and we had David Kane oh. of Motive. Yeah. Um, so David Kane um, works very closely with A to Z, and then we had um, Phil Langley from he's the dealer network at Stellantis. So that was a very interesting conversation because Stellantis is at the top of conversation and terms of direct to consumer they're going the agency model in europe so a lot of dealers have a lot of questions about what they're doing 
Um, and then on Saturday, we had Warner Jones, um, who's the CEO of True Video. We had um, my CEO, uh, Natasha Geiner. Uh, oh, she yeah. A to Z. Um, then we had Marco Schnabel, who was the co-founder of Automotive Mastermind. Oh, well, wow. And, um, he also is a yeah. chair of Rocket as well. And then we had Mike Overfelt, who is a manager of CMA, um, Carter Myers Auto Group in Charlottesville. So we had a lot wow. of heavy So it was good to listen to what they had to say D- about the industry. Diving into the logistics, how, how, how was that all managed? Were they, yeah. Yeah, um, it was. That's a lot. Um, I was lucky to have, work with um, the team at RockEd just organizing the schedule. We had four each day. Um, we tried to break it up a little bit. But Marcus and uh, Toya, who is their project manager, do this all the time. So they had all the equipment. They brought that. They had a speaker so people could listen. Um, Brian Benstock actually came by. There was about a crowd of, you know, 30 people um, as he was, you know, doing his doing his thing, dropping a lot of fire. <laughs> and um but it was just interesting to, you know, see how that was laid out. Um, last yeah. year, we had people stop by our booth to do some interviews, and it, they were really well-received. So that's the idea behind why we did it this year with a company that already had a podcast to see, you know, how much traction they could get, um, how many people would, you know, stop by and actually listen. And then we can, you know, how much we would get after the show as well. So I think the podcasts are super valuable at NADA. Uh, the workshops are really kind of dealer specific. Uh, most exhibitors don't have the education badge. They just, they don't pay for the extra one. So this is a, I'm glad you brought this up. It, yeah. At no point have I talked about the education workshops. Everything with me has been expo floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, we, um, sounds like the, sounds like a sentence incomplete, <laughs> but I mean, I don't, you know, I don't, is, is the education workshops, is that a private club? No. So you just have to pay extra. So oh, like, so it's a private club. Okay. Yeah. So when you, um, sign up as an exhibitor, they don't give you, uh, the education badges unless you pay for it. So, and a lot of the exhibitors are there to show anyways. So, I get why maybe they might not go for the education badge, but that's why I think it's really important to have these educational seminars on the floor themselves. Um, I want to learn. I know a lot of other vendors want to learn and the education workshops aren't really talking about the products or what's going on um, with products and what dealers are using. They're very, they're product agnostic, which is fair. Um, So I think it's really, Tachyon had a great, series uh, pod mm. built a huge stage um, and on the had, expo floor yeah it was wow. huge so oh, is that the one where brian we saw had, it we were oh, there yeah, brian the had workout the and they were all jumping yeah, yeah. the workout oh, team and then oh the work crazy andy brian. elliott was up there wow but they had um even not brian bedsack there was a lot of um david spizak ran that whole thing so they had him be the moderator and you know when i walked by there a couple times there was always a crowd and people looking to listen um which i think is really 
great because I think vendors, you know, could find themselves in the dealership world and vice versa. And so like learning from each other on the floor is super important. And I've always just been about the educational piece when marketing A to Z and networking, you know, I'll, I'll take any call and I'll t- reach out to anyone that I might think is interested just to educate them on what we do. Cause you never know. Um, and I think as an industry, that's something that we're really good at. That's why I think we have so many good podcasters and people like Automotive State of the Union, David Kane. Um, they all have, you know, different podcasts that they do and seminars that are really valuable to the industry. <clears throat> you know, I'm going to share this because I just saw this tag. Um, check this out. Breaking news live on ATI. Um, Antoinette at UBI gave a shout out to me and Ty and ATI. This is Ty's camera rig. Oh, look at that. Isn't that That's cool? crazy. That's yeah. a great shot. Yeah. I know. Especially. Wow, that is cool. <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's right on what you were saying, the power of... That's pretty cool. I think now I'm understanding more of why there were so many podcasters on mm-hmm. the expo floor because it adds a new dimension. Mm. I guess that's what... So now the ad is, there's no need to go to the educational workshops when you can get it all on the expo floor. Okay, now that's not an ad. No, no, nobody's saying that. I don't know. So. That's good. Uh, no, it but you're like right. someone has uh, an axe to grind. Yeah, go take it away. Well, no, I get to meet some of these guys. Like, the ones I watch, like, I do catch Paul and Kyle. I actually watch some of their stuff. I get to see them. I get to shake their hand. Short, brief conversation. Um, mm-hmm. I also met two else that I meet. Uh, I saw Brian. He was on stage, of course. And there's one other one I met. Uh, oh, the Car Coffee guys. I think yeah, I saw them. Car Coffee somewhere. Podcast. Fred and Lou. Yeah, whoever, yeah. Yeah, Fred and Lou, yeah. A lot of energy to the discussions, and that's that's what, um you know, Automotive State of the Union does as well. They're trying to make it fun and lighthearted. Um, they're interesting. They talk a lot about things just not necessarily so industry-specific. They talk about the economy as a whole and the ecosystem, which directly affects the business, which I think is important, too. Sometimes we get down such a rabbit hole in what we're doing. <laughs> And automotive, like my LinkedIn, like my LinkedIn feed is just all automotive, and I'm like, I don't even know what's going on in the world today. So I, um, Paul and Kyle, really bring in a great different approach to, you know, educating their viewers. Um, they have a great, uh, they do a daily email called the pushback. Uh, so if you guys, you could subscribe, but they have a lot of clever things on there. Obviously they focus a lot on auto, but there's some other pieces in there that they throw in there that, you know, could be useful to the business world. Cause I mean, if you look at it, Elon and Elon Musk is one of the richest men in the world. <laughs> He's an automotive. So maybe not anymore. Maybe not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Brian Benstock said that. He, right. Cause uh, if you're not first, you're last. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, because he had to discount his cars. So welcome to the car business, he said. <laughs> so and Chris Vasquez of Orby, I believe he was conducting interviews. Um, so it's unfortunate he couldn't be here tonight. Yeah, he's it's kind of it. Over at Orby is great. They are um, they're about education as well. Um they're they're taking off. They got a lot of great dealer partners. Um, so 
big groups, Pohanka, Flow Automotive, that are, you know, working with them to, uh, on their marketing and data reporting, they just partnered with a couple of automotive mastermind at NADA. So yeah, they got a lot going on as well. So they want they should be educating the, the masses. <clears throat> we didn't even talk about automotive news and CBT news right up there at the top covering everything. Uh, mm-hmm. If you look at industry news, what, what is the, what is the number one Traditional media news source used in Jay's ATI industry news on Tuesday nights. Hmm. What news source do I use the most? The answer is automotive, automotive news. news. Automotive news. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is you pervasive. Know. It's everywhere. And it's really good news. They got great reporters. We've had Larry Valaket on the show. Ty, you were going to say. Yeah, Larry Valaket. Yeah. I was just thinking, Susan made an excellent point that I, I didn't catch until right now. But by having the podcast in your booth, Susan, uh, Rock Ed, Marcus, and Toya, right? They were there scheduling the big the big names, the heavy hitters, the crowd, the, inf- the influencers, right? Mm-hmm. Come over to your booth. Well, I'm not kidding. I, I, I was there. I saw it. If you see Brian Benstock, there is literally a crowd around that guy. I mean, yeah. men, I mean, even minus his personal crowd, there's still another crowd. So he had his group, his weight gym guys, the workout guys that were real buff. He had them with him. Then he's got another set around that. And mm-hmm. to come to Ruth, that is brilliant advertising in my opinion, marketing, advertising, whatever word you want to use. But that's really cool. I didn't think about it. That's a great idea. Yeah, and he's a client of ours, and he brings um, a different – look at to what we do because he's such high volume um mm. we different approach to how we tackled his stores um uh, we did a phased in approach to um roll out the one person model and new york city is a different breed um those guys yeah. are you know hunt kill um they they want they're willing to um do whatever it takes so it w- was received very well in their stores but we did take a different approach, um, so it's always good to hear what he has to say um, because he's kind of at the cusp of everything that's going on, and he's always looking for something, you know, to send him to the next level. Um, and then we have dealers, you know, that are in small town Virginia or small town Maryland that bring a really good at, uh, perspective to what we do too. So that mm. happy medium there uh, to show, you know, what we do is we can be done anywhere. Um, and that's super important as well with our marketing. Mm, good. So that means Josh, yeah, next conference just, you go to. I know. What's ATI. Josh? What are you thinking right now? <laughs> I'm just taking it all in over here. Yeah. It's you know I'm Eastern Standard Time. It's 9:45 over here. So <laughs> you guys are really dude. It's late. The dog's it. hungry. It's late. Yeah, you got him taking with the dog. Oh, yeah. Man. No. It's uh. You know. That's I, good. I think it's interesting, and I, you know, admittedly, I, I, I totally agree with Susan. I go down the rabbit hole of what I do all day, every day, and a lot of times I don't pop up and look around. So it's so intriguing to me to to see all of you, you know, thriving in this sort of environment and diff- total different aspects of the automotive space. But we're all kind of here for that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in a way, in a collaborative effort to help, you know, dealers or uh, customers of dealers and things like that. So. Just taking it in, not not trying to be quiet. Just didn't want to interrupt anybody, and uh, 
I think it's uh, it's awesome. I, I appreciate being on here. I don't really listen to podcasts that much because I found when I'm trying to work is the only time I have a minute. I have little little kids, so when I'm working, I can't really pay attention and listen and do what I need to do. So I have to stay down in my rabbit hole, as uh, as Susan would say. So uh, little kids are their own podcast, aren't? Yeah, <laughs> lots of baby Einstein. There's your podcast. Maybe I'll just start being on them. And then I will just participate in that way because I'm not very good at listening to them, but I'm going to try to get better at it. <laughs> um, watching this one. That's good. This is interesting. This me and that the fact that Tom's post is mixing here with because the original idea of this show was an NADA evolution series of how podcasters there were so I saw so many as we we're leading up. I was like, wow, that's I don't think there's ever been that many podcasters at an NADA. Um, right. I yeah. I don't think so. Last no year way. ones I knew of were C B T. Um Automotive State of the Union was there, so too. Um and Automotive News. Uh but yeah, not really yeah. anyone I think a lot of people are just trying to find a different media source to get the word out. Um Everyone's on LinkedIn now for the most part, connected to their phone. So what way to kind of get them to your booth through your phone, their phone. So, <clears throat> Which is interesting. To, you know, go ahead, Ty, please. I got a question for Josh. I was at the NIADA Buy Here, Pay Here conference. NIADA Buy Here, Pay Here conference. And you know who I ran into the most at that conference? Compliance guys. Do you go to those? <laughs> Yeah, so that's the super forum. Our team was there. Yeah. Um, Tom, when Tom had made his post, he tagged Adam Crowell, our president and general counsel. Adam was busy, Ty, when you came over to the booth. He was talking to some people that he couldn't break away from. Um, but I, that's how this whole thing kind of came up is that Adam got tagged and then you posted this video. So Adam then sends me the video. I mean, obviously, I knew that we had chatted and all that. But Adam's like, hey, you're famous, because usually we have a joke that Adam's famous, because Adam, if you go to Adam's LinkedIn, he's got like, I don't know, like 20,000 connections, and, and he's just very well known in the industry. But to answer your question, Ty, absolutely. We participate in, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's franchise, independent, we really do help dealers big and small nationwide. So, uh, and buy here, pay here, dealers are under probably even more, uh, Tom, probably even more scrutiny than uh you know, than, than a franchise dealer. And sometimes they think, oh, I'm independent, I'm off the radar. And then it's people like us that say, no, you're not. <laughs> you are not. You are a bank because you are lending money to, and I was explaining, it's interesting that this comes up and just very, very briefly. Uh, a, a, a friend of mine was asking me today, who's not in the car business, he didn't know what buy here, pay here was. He's like, yeah, I got this property. My tenant said he has to go to the dealership every week and make payments. And I said, yeah. And he goes, man, you should see this car they charged him for. You know, and I'm like, okay, well, you know, and I explained the whole process to him. And, and it was just interesting how that, how that, I just had that conversation uh, earlier about, about the buy here, pay here model. But yeah, we, we definitely. Well, that, that the reason I bring it up is because first of all, from a transportation perspective, that's my favorite customer, buy here, pay here. And it's not nothing to do with repo. It's recon, right? So they buy the car, they take it to the recon before they put it on the lot. Most of them do. So you take it from the auction to the recon lot to the store right and then after you drop them off at the store you pick up the repos out back and bring them back to the recon just keep recycling so from a transportation perspective it's great but i love to talk about buy here pay here because 
you know, you look at what's going on in the economy right now. J.D. Byrider was at the NADA. Why was J.D. Byrider at NADA? Answer that. I mean, their booth was massive and they spent a lot. Tom, why was NADA there? I mean, by J.D. Byrider. I think, you know, my, my, under, my very limited understanding of J.D. Byrider is their franchise deal, right? So they, yeah. are, they are looking to sell their franchise to sell their franchise to franchise dealers who yeah. don't know how to do buy here, pay here business. Yeah, we, yeah, and we've so, yeah. You got them now, Josh? No, so Byrider, they have their corporate umbrella, right? And they will franchise uh locations and a lot of times what you'll find is if you do i would i shouldn't say a lot of times i don't know that for a fact but in some instances franchise dealers and very reputable independent dealers buy or or get in a into a franchise of jd buy rider so With if i Napa, had bet they were probably there to talk to folks that are maybe maybe you got a gm that's been in a store for a for long time and they don't have any ownership but they do a really nice job and they that opportunity might be enticing to them that is just my guess. I have no idea, but I do know that we work now with some, we don't work with like the corporate, but we do work with some buy rider locations because each store has their own discretion to make certain decisions and compliance is one of them that we've been able to. Wow. That's really cool. Well, that's awesome, guys. I don't know about anybody else, but I feel like it was a really good meeting and there was a lot of good engagement and it was, uh, Jay, am I, am I taking off on you? Where'd you no, go? you're good. No, you're good. Can you see me? Hello? Yeah, there Mike, Jay. Like, no, no, let's keep going. Yeah, <laughs> Jay, yeah. Mike. Let's do it. Let's keep going for <laughs> a few minutes. Don't tell Jay that. Don't tell Josh. Yeah, yeah. Ty's always <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grab the broom. Let's get out of here. You know, <laughs> what are you doing, man? I still, I still do have my energy drink from earlier. That's perfect. See, Ty, was, he's got an energy drink. I was talking to Ty. Well, this is what I was talking to Tom this morning. I've still got it. So if you guys want to keep going, we can. But tomorrow it's not going to be as fun for me as it may be for everybody else. All right. We'll land the plane uh, soon. But I will say. Only if it's a Harrier. There we go. See, and and like Jay. three, three. Yeah, it's all everything in threes. We got to get going so we can watch this Pepsi. Where's my jet? Pepsi. Thing. Where's my I, jet? Yeah. It's on Netflix. Before I go to bed. Four episodes. Um, oh boy. All right. So, is there anything we didn't touch upon as far as podcast landia goes? I think we yeah. got it. How, how many hours? How many hours do we have left? I don't know. Yeah, Ty. How many? <laughs> how many hours? Okay. Um. <laughs> We, I think we are almost done. But wow. um, what's interesting is you were talking about NIADA. When is the next one? Is that next fall? Is that like October? There's, I think there's one in July. Is yeah, there? Isn't that right, Ooh. Josh? Ooh. Yep. It's, it's July in Texas, as I recall. Yeah, it's like, the, I think it's the 18th. Oh. It's the 18th through 22nd. I can get you the specific dates on that. Yeah, let's do uh, that. Let's get that on the calendar because we don't have that. Texas in July. That's paradise. It's got to be uh, nice. Right. I, I hope it's Adam, outside. I know that Adam will be speaking at that one. Is that in? Uh, is that in Austin? I think it is in Austin. Yeah. Oh man, I was hoping for. So El Paso. this is so good because it's in Vegas. It's in Vegas in June. June 18th. Vegas in June. Oh, same thing. Vegas. Right. Wow. Please, air conditioner will be pumping, pumping hard. Yeah. It's yeah, gonna be real good. hard. Vegas in June. What was that? June 18th. June nine, it changed as soon as I clicked. June nineteenth yeah. through twenty second, the win in Las Vegas, NIADA. Awesome. Now that is That's now so that cool. is not that is not the buy here pay your super yeah. form. That is their annual convention. Oh yeah, but okay. that's still good. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. No, oh, it's really one. amazing. It's yeah, it's 
it's very packed as well. I can tell you that. Jay, we went to NIADA in Vegas last year. We were there. We met C, C, CDK and all kinds of other people. But here's what I'm excited mm -hmm. about. I'm excited that I now know Josh. Yeah, we were at the NIADA. Big time. For real. Adam, our president and general counsel, Adam, is going to be speaking there. I think he has two slots, if I remember correctly. So he will be. Yeah. That's great. Because I want to meet Adam. I want to shake his hand. Then I want to do an interview with him live, just like I did with you. And he then maybe him. have Tom. If Tom's around, get Tom. That's it. Exactly. Find Tom. Yeah. Get we're Tom. Well, we'll definitely see you in Raleigh, Tom. Auto Intel gonna, Summit. And we're going to yeah. talk to you. Yeah. So, so this is Intel good. Summit. This will be our. This is our t last touch point. So Josh, we'll see you next at NIADA in June. We have uh, we have uh, some state associations that we're tied in very closely with that we have endorsements uh, that actually have their convention at the exact same date. So Adam and I have to part ways. Uh, so I will be at the state the state association, which is a uh, which is three states, and then Adam and a few of our team members will be at NIADA. So. Okay, and we're in touch with Adam, so we'll see Adam. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can connect those dots for you. Adam you loves go. this kind of thing; he'd be more than happy to hop on here one of your Tuesday that nights. Would be something. amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good. So good. We got more compliant in the future. We know we've got better vantage point in the future at Auto Intel Summit. Susan, when are we going to see you next? Um, we actually will be at NIADA as well. Oh. Um, I work. <laughs> into the independent space more and more they surprisingly they already do a, a to z process for most of the stores because they're one-man shows but uh <laughs> they uh, yeah not much to streamline yeah in a startup um, oh, they just so. the software um and also a focus on f and i too um we helped them increase their f and i productivity but we have a couple other uh, conferences we're going to be at the david kane conference in april um that's the, be that's at the same time that's the exact Exact same dates as the Auto Intel. It's the 18th through the 20th. Mm -hmm. oh, there, the David Kane one, and then we'll be a part of some state associations like Greater New York, um, Colorado, out here, California, participating in their yearly um, meetings. I guess they they're called. They're in some nice places, so we're gonna go out there, and then um, DX Auto will be out. Um, and that's in July as well, but, oh, and driving sales, well, we try to go to all of them. <laughs> so just, we don't exhibit digital at all. Digital dealer. Will we see a digital, digital dealer? Deal, be at okay. Digital dealer in May. So yeah, we try to attend pretty much all the, um, conferences. We don't exhibit at all of them. I think we're only exhibiting at two, but we like to have a presence there. Cool. All right. So Ty, we'll see you at digital dealer. Perfect. In May. Perfect. And, you know, I was thinking about this, Tom. How about podcast bookmark? It's yeah. Ironic. Let, let's do it. Right, because <laughs> I don't. Podcast bookmark. <laughs> I've got, I have to email myself. I literally, I earlier today emailed myself Paul Machine's LinkedIn podcast update because I forgot to watch it, but I don't want to forget about it. Right. It's hard. I so mean, I have, it really I have emails of podcasts. Right. That's right. what we should call emails and podcasts. <laughs> Podcast bookmark. It, it is. It's, it's almost silly. It, but, it, yeah. Somebody should do it, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not the only, Spotify. I'm not, I'm not Spotify the only guy who's ever thought of this, right? But doesn't it have to be podcast agnostic? Won't Spotify be like, well, you can't listen to YouTube on our, you know. Oh, you're talking about all of them. Yes. Oh, exactly. Yes. 
Yeah. Yes. Whether it's SoundCloud or YouTube or That's Spotify right. or Rumble, Joey's Garage. Rumble yeah. and Bobby's yeah. Backyard. Exactly. Jeez. <laughs> All right, so, guys. That was I amazing. I love it. All right. Well, keep your eyes open we'll for that. that. No. Next time I see you. No? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Ty, you still have four minutes. So, um, no, listen, everybody, thank you so much. Number one, thank you for making time for us. And yeah, um, was really short nice. notice, this was one of those tough shows to put really together. Cool. We would have had twice the people, but the flu hit NADA. Oh, really? Yeah. Didn't hit me. Did it hit we you, had Susan? Just dropping like Josh? flies. That's half, not true because Susan, Josh, and I were all at home fine. sneezing right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I I don't know. It, I was um, it, when I got back to Denver. It was negative five degrees, so I was not happy about that. When it's cold enough, it'll just kill that flu bug. I walked yeah. in there. I don't know if it works that way. Yeah, good. I don't know. All right. All well, right. thanks, guys. That was really Thank nice. Thank you very good to much. See everybody. We'll see you at a show soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks for coming around. Okay. I really appreciate it. All right. Take night. care. Good night. All right, I, that's it. The meeting is over. Everybody has left. Um, Ty chased him away. Thanks, Ty. No, that was great, man. Thank you so much. Hey, Ron made it in here. And James, you know, we didn't get to the comments, but I'll keep it in mind. Um, number one, about the full lots. We've been talking about, you know, on the repo bunch and when the lot is full. And, you know, here's the thing. The EV thing, because the EV... The e, it's like talking about sex with your kids. EV, what do you what do you say? I mean, how do you tackle this thing? Um, well, it's not going away, and we know that. Uh, you know, especially at a show like NADA, it's very EV driven. Uh, car conference is coming up at the end of the mar at the end of March, and auction consigners EV EV remarketing. Everybody wants to talk about EV. Also, um, when we met Scott Case at Recurrent, it was nice, you know, getting real about, you know, the bat the battery, the value, how's it going, what's it doing, how much more data do we need, and so I don't know. And then, but then Toyota, that's why the Toyota headline is so interesting. Toyota is like saying, you know, I think they're saying hybrid, not EV only. I think what's best is like everything else. Moderation is the key. Um, I wouldn't put on three masks and only buy EV. That's probably not the way to go. At the same time, I don't know if I would double down on giant diesel guzzling, you know, boiler tanks <laughs> strapped on every hood panel I can find. So that, you know, somewhere in between is probably the way to go. And until we figure that out, we're just going to keep on, you know, reading the news as it is. And uh, everybody can make up their own mind. This is America. It's ATI Auto Business. And everybody's welcome here. If you made it in today, if you're watching on demand, thank you so much for doing that. Please do remember to leave a like, share, subscribe, tell your friends. And if there's a show you think we should go to, make your case. If you think we should be going to Matt's, let us know. Matt's, Gats. Whatever other show. Otherwise, what we're, what we're doing is we're now looking at shows. because, As you can hear, there are so many shows. We're looking at shows where we can continue to learn, but also uh, have productive business networking that will lead 
to further learning and productive business networking. When we see like a closed loop of a club, so I skip those. I don't do closed loop clubs anymore. There's just nothing there other than the next closed loop club. And I'm really not, I'm just, I don't know. Uh, and I think we, I think the closed loop club looks at uh, what we do here is the same way. And so, you know, everybody wins. Uh, it's ATI out of business. Really do appreciate you. Let us know how we can help. Not even sure what we're doing next Tuesday night. All I know is we're doing another show. It'll be 280 in a row. That's what we do here. And in fact, on Valentine's Day, just going to do a short show earlier in the day so that uh, Kimberly and I can have uh, an opportunity to celebrate Valentine's Day. So um, we do that. And then on the 21st, oh, I'm working on Titans of Car Shipping 2. Yeah. I'm going to get there. That's my series. I named it, and I'm going to retain it. So I'm going to get there before... Um, I'll just leave it there. Just, yeah, let's stop there. Thank you so much, everybody. It's ATI Auto Business. Really do appreciate you. There's so much happening. So join us. Let us know how we can help. Take care. Stay safe. Stay warm. It's cold outside. Newsflash. Thanks, Jay. Have a good night.